Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record all day long. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no! 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You'd be very, very welcome. Um, lovely Neil Hannon, Divine Comedy, just... I. Uh, I'm going to listen to Reject. I've had um, Bad Ambassador in my head for ages. Because I'm a bad... We'll play, actually, let's play that after 11. Let's. Uh, and, I, regenerate, I think that's from Regeneration. Man, that's a record. And seriously, if you get a chance to go and see one of those live gigs, go, because the place we went to was just crackling, yeah. wasn't it? It was, it was so wonderful. Um, Ridney says, I've decided to have a weekend off and buy an early birthday prezi for Ian and Kath in Shaftesbury, but Firefox and Chrome are giving me the big, big F off. No, you then click on that blue link. You're on the ianlee.com slash event is where you need to go to for all those shows. Then you click on the date, and then within that page you click on, there'll be a blue link. But I've just retweeted the, uh, the link for the... Um, Tickets for Shaftesbury. 32 out of 158 are sold. So... How will we squeeze everyone in? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, they're only eight quid. It's in Dorset. It's quarter past two. Uh, sorry, quarter to two in the afternoon. Don't be tight. No, don't be tight. It's eight quid. <laughs> Even if you don't fancy coming, just chuck us eight quid. You get this show, you get this show for free. This radio show is free. Oh, for three years we've been doing this, 15 hours a week. It's got to be worth eight quid of anybody's money. So just buy a ticket. Even if you're not going to come, buy a flipping ticket for crying out loud. Right, this next call is going to be a little bit awkward. Um, in fact, the next two calls are going to be a little bit awkward. So... Let's do it. Good evening, Ken. Good evening, Ian and Kath. Thanks for taking my call. It's the last time uh, we will be, because I've made a decision. We've made yeah. a decision. Yes. I don't want you to come on my show anymore. OK, I'll, I'll go along with that. If you just allow me to speak no, tonight... No, I, I will not allow you to speak tonight. I, 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 I don't... You, you, you spoke about me last night, friend. I need the reply here to tell you what I'm going to do about your discussion last night. OK, you carry I, on with that then. Go on. Right, I've taken advice on how to respond to your actions, Ian. For banning you from you banning you from a radio show? No, no, you're you're you're. Uh, I've heard that you've been attacking me on the internet as well. What have I said now, on the is, internet? I wrote I wrote a tweet saying I didn't like homophobia. This is what I'm going to do. Okay, I've taken advice. Just tell Ken, me one if, Ken, minute, Ken, if, one no, minute. no, no, Ken, if you're telling me you're taking legal advice, then we can't talk about it on air. So we'll no, leave it there. No, it's not legal advice. It's not legal advice. It's advice. Well, tell me who this advice is from. Jesus. Okay, Ken. Ken, I'm going to let you go, mate. Love you. Okay, thank you very much, Ken. Listen, I, I, I don't want you coming on the show anymore. I've, I had a long think about it, and I chatted to Catherine about it, and I, I just don't want to let homophobia on the air, particularly with someone who will not listen to to any challenge, to someone who who, who hears things that, that aren't said. You say, I belittle Christians. I don't belittle Christians at all. Put the phone down. I've got a lot of time for Christians. I've got a lot of time for people of faith. I've got a lot of time for humans is what I've got a lot of time for. So, Ken, um, we, we have talked about this and we have decided that we really don't want you on the show anymore. So thank you for your time. I wish you joy. I wish you peace and I wish you luck. But I think we're done. I think we're done. This the, the job of this show, right, it's why we call it the late-night alternative. The job of this show is to try and make things a little bit better. That's it. 
Try and make things a little bit better. It's vague, um, it's general, but that's it. We want to improve people's lives. If we can improve them a lot, great. I think we've improved them by introducing some people to the new Divine Comedy album. Some people wouldn't have known about that. Great. Maybe they'll go and buy that and then they've got an hour's worth of new music. Great. Maybe some people just enjoyed listening to Neil Hannon. Fantastic. Maybe some people hate the Divine Comedy and don't like listening to Neil Hannon. Well, great. We'll have something else for you in a little bit. That's the way this show, the way this show works. Um, Ken is back. Ken, you're, you're on the I air. I forgive you, Ian. I, for, I forgive you, Ian. That's what I called up to tell okay, you. I I don't want you, you I, okay, Ken, that's great. Ken, you, you, you faded out. I'd love to, I'd love to talk yes, to you. Please. You're just going to talk at me. And that's part of the problem, Ken. That's part of the problem. Um, I don't forgive homophobia, I'm afraid. I, I can forgive people who, who realise that homophobia is wrong. I can forgive that and they make a change in their life. Uh, but I don't forgive homophobia. And the world is I too... I forgive you. Ken, I, I don't... I, okay, that's great. You do whatever you want. You, you're... you're say you're a free man, maybe you're not. Put the phone down again. Okay. Um, the job of this show is to make the show, make the world just like one degree better, like one grain of sand better. And I just worried that having, uh, 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 you know, constant uh, uh, homophobia, that we, I, I just worried that it makes things worse. That's all. Yeah. That's all. So we've decided we're not having Ken on. Alan, you're banned for two weeks. Bye. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. There we go. He took that rather well. He took it very well. Just he's been asleep every time we've gone to him. Every time. Yeah. So he's banned for two weeks. Simple as. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the Late Night Alternative. Weeknights from 10 with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Bottomless Brunch with Steph and Dom. Every Saturday morning from 10 on Talk Radio. Stiff dustpan and brush required. <laughs> Get ready for a sizzling Saturday morning of tip-top talk. Sandpaper and aftershave and you two can look 80. Relationship advice. I will let you know how the arguments go. Oh, have a kind. And inevitably, some wine tasting. No, you wouldn't drink the wine. Exactly. what a waste of wine. Oh, don't mind if I do. The Bottomless Brunch with Steph and Dom. Every Saturday morning from 10 on Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000. We've now sold 35 tickets for Dorset. Now, now, now it's looking good. Now it's looking good. 35 tickets for Dorset, uh, Shaftesbury, um, and I believe that is happening on the 6th of July. Saturday, the 6th of July at 1.45pm is when it's happening. 35. Wow. OK, I'll ring ahead and get some emergency chairs. Wowzers. This is, this is, uh, this is absolutely great. I saw a great film today. Great film. I was to mention it to Neil. Book smart. You will love it. Catherine, and I was thinking, it's uh, no spoilers, but it's about two, it's a coming-of-age movie about two young girls. Have you seen it, Amy? Very funny. It's, it's kind of like, it's sort of like a 21st century Pretty in Pink. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. there's, there's that kind of vibe to it. There's that kind of vibe to it. And it's two um, young women leaving high school and they've spent their whole life studying, studying to get to the best colleges and then they find out that everybody who hasn't studied and has been partying have also got to the best colleges and they're furious. It's so funny. 
It's so fun. The first five minutes, I thought, oh, is this going to be too quirky? But actually, I embraced the quirkiness. It was very funny. You know, it's, I, I thought it was great. And both the girls in it reminded me of elements of you. Right. Bum lickers, basically. Wow. Bum licks. Wow. Um, creeps. You mean, you mean... Spods. People that did their homework. Spods. Yeah. And it is true, because I didn't do my homework. I'm a star. You did your homework, and you're my assistant. Uh, Right. And that is life that is life, I'm afraid. Let, that is life. Let me let me tell you you might be under the wrong impression of, yeah. of me at school. Okay. Because until I was about sixteen, yeah, okay, I was overlooked as uh, as anything other than yeah, uh, all right, I'm gonna say it, a boffin. Yeah. A boffin. A spod, a bum lick, yeah. a teacher's pet, mm-hmm. a nerd, specky four eyes. No, I didn't wear glasses till I was seventeen. A dilbert, wow. a dildo. Wow. Um all those things, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, maybe maybe not all those things. Okay. Um, people looked down on you. Well, Just people despised you. No, they didn't despise me. People despised you? No, they didn't despise me. When I was about 15... People hated you. I uh, started to develop. And suddenly, uh, I was, I'm going to say it, hot. Um, yeah. Um, to the point where, when, when I actually finished school... Yes. Um, people didn't realise that I was a brain box. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. I wasn't listening, sorry, I was just staring at your tits. Um... <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing, but it's true. <laughs> anyway. One of, yeah, one of the crowning moments of my sixth form career, I thought, God, I've finally shaken off the old uh, boffin uh, thing, was when someone took my... Um... Blowjob boil, they called you, no, didn't they? they never called me that. Um, when someone, a, a girl in the year below, was entrusted with taking my... Uh, papers that they were sending off to the University of Cambridge for my application to the teacher. And, she, of course, like any normal person would, she had a good old look through and she, she came over to me and she went, God, Catherine, I didn't realise you were clever. And I thought, yes, I've finally arrived. I finally put that final facade up uh, of uh, someone who is uh, as brainless as then everyone else. You, <laughs> then you will like this film. OK. It was so good. And I'd read... I'd not read reviews, because I don't really read stuff... Um, but I'd read the headlines of reviews, <laughs> and apparently it's like quite a small indie film that has taken a fair bit, of, that had given some of the bigger releases, they hadn't come close, but they'd certainly given them a little bit of a run for their money. Um, and uh, I, I, I was in this, I was in the cinema, in his, wait, 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 I'll tell you later. Okay, I was in the cinema, I was in hysterics, I was laughing at bits that no one else was laughing about. I'm clever. I'm clever. It makes me clever. Or were you laughing about it because it was me? Uh, I think there was definitely. <laughs> I think there was definitely some of that. No, it was a really good film. I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. It was um, a lovely way to spend a couple of hours on my own. Uh, and I've, I haven't been to the cinema on my own for a while. I don't think. I just. I was in London and I, I did a really good, did a really good podcast interview today. Um, it goes out in a week or so. I'll let you know. Uh, I would say it's probably the most uncompromising, honest interview I've ever done. Wow. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's covering all the usual stuff, but it was it, they were really nice, really nice guys. And um, uh, it was a really good interview. And I say, I, I, I kind of say stuff that I haven't said before. Not that stuff, but I say some stuff that I haven't said before about my relapse and stuff. It's, okay. a, it's a big old, it's a good old interview. Um, I've done a few of these sort of smaller podcasts recently to help promote the show. Because, as you know, our listening figures were not great. So I did uh, uh, I put a tweet out and saying, if anyone wants me to come on their podcast, they will. And so loads of people who do smaller podcasts 
So you don't mean us, do you? Yeah, sure. When do you want to do it? So I've done a couple of really, really good ones. What was the one I tweeted earlier? It was two, um, two, uh, two lads, and it's very, very funny. I will, I'll find it in a bit because it's all, it's all. I think I retweeted it. Yeah, uh, there's lots of stuff. Um, Weird, is it? Uh, uh, anyway, it's good. Um, and I've got, I think I've got two more lined up, and then I haven't got any more, so I might do a few more after the summer. Because it's nice to do. Yeah. If we get one listener out of them to this or the rabbit hole or this, ideally, that's what it was for, then um, then we're in. Uh, you can help as well, dear listener. Spread the word. You know, the figures ain't great for this show. I, I think we can turn it around, tell people that we're funny again. We stop being as miserable as we are, a little bit miserable, but we stop being as miserable and the fun, the Giggle Factory is open for funshine. Uh, we're taking funshine shekels at the Giggle Factory. <laughs> uh, um, we're, we're taking... Dappy dollars. No, that's not, that doesn't sound so good. We're taking um, uh, ecstatic euros. Mm. We're taking flipping francs. Yeah. We're taking the Deutschmark. <laughs> taking the Deutschmark. Um, yeah. Et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera, so, et cetera. Yes. 0344 <laughs> is the phone number. Let's go to Raj. Big Raj. Good evening, Ian and Catherine. Roger. Roger. I just thought I'd call in to share a little bit of uh, good news. Roger has finally realised he's not actually blind. He's come to terms with being a, a, a scammer and he's going to serve the 18 months with grace and graciousness and then he's going to carry on like a, a, a sighted person. Am I right? <laughs> not quite. You've completed, <laughs> you've completed Elite the video game. Oh, that'll never be completed. All right. Okay. Never I could complete it if I tried it, but it's okay. So big. Yeah, I'll complete um, it one day. Right. Um, as you've mentioned, I'm partially sighted. Well, not blind, but not far, not far off on one eye. Okay. And I've mentioned on the show before that. Now, hang on, there's an echo on your line. Stay there, Roger. Let me just try you. So we had this with Neil. Hang on a second. I'm just going to try and switch you to the other line. Because um, if it's echoey bollocks all night, well, I'm not taking any calls. I thought I heard a bit of an echo. That's better. Oh, that's better. Really? He's been riding the fader for a pop star and, and uh, a benefit scrounger. Anyway, so let's go. There's enough <laughs> of that joke. It's a tedious old joke. <laughs> I'd have been uh, struggling you now to find work. It's been a, about a couple two, nearly three years. Yeah, I know. You've been, applying for, you've been applying for a lot of things and you've been getting a lot of knockbacks. What's going yeah. on? Yeah, I applied for something about a week and a half ago. Got an email inviting me for a telephone interview on, was it, yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. I had the telephone interview this afternoon. Damn, I was nervous. Yeah, I bet you were. She said, it's, she said uh, my lack of self-confidence did come through. Uh-oh. But... It's something that they could work on. Oh. And I've been invited for an interview next week. Yes, mate! Roger's going to be a male escort, everybody! <laughs> Dreams can come true! Oh, I wish. Hey, that's brilliant, man. Now, so what? So, so, you, so they do the first interview on the phone these days, yeah. do they? Yeah. They Ooh. do that a lot for call centres. This is just to see how you sound on the phone. Okay. Across on the phone uh, and the job is for a call centre, is it? Yeah. And um, and you're going in next week? Going in next week. Yes, man! Right, well, how can we help? What can we do? Do you want me to... Should we phone oh. you up? <laughs> All right, let's... Uh, yo! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's do it. Hang on a second. Right, hang on a second. We, oh, no. we are in. Um, hang on a second. Are they going to give you a script? 
Uh, I honestly, I, I know I'm going to get a few tests. I think there's a there's going to be a mock. There's going to be a mock call with a. Oh. <laughs> Phone's going. Roger, better stop talking to your oh. mates. Better answer it. <laughs> I've just knocked my mobile off. <laughs> better answer it, Roger. Oh, you're a. I'm hearing a lot of excuses, but you know, if Answer. I was a customer, I'd be thinking I'm not never going to get answered. Answer the phone. <laughs> oh, you're a, you're a swine, Ian. <laughs> they've they've rung off. You oh, just lost a sale. Customer. It's not working in sales, so that's, that's another. That's oh, another it uh, wasn't sales. It, it was the boss. Bonus, because um, it's dealing with. I don't want to hear about your bonus in the workplace. Right. Hello? Yes. You want to speak to Roger? Um, I'll just pass you on to him now. Roger, it's for you. It's a lady. <laughs> Hello, is that Roger? Yes, it's Roger. Hello. Um, I'm not quite sure of what your role is, Roger. Could you just let me know for a second? Uh, it's just customer service. OK. I would like to service me, please, Roger. <laughs> oh, Don't do this to is me. It, is there a problem with that? What, uh, what kind of services can you provide? Well, I can return your dresses if there's out wrong with them. Oh, right, right. There's loads wrong with them. I bought them um, and they're size 10s, but obviously your size 10s must be must be faulty in some way because um <laughs> don't appear to be able to do them up over uh, my belly. So, um, could you... Do you do expansion packs for dresses? <laughs> Or do you do, like, belly belts I can squash them down with? <laughs> oh, oh, God, I hope it's not like this on Wednesday. How would you like me to proceed with these faulty dresses? Because, obviously, you know, it's not me. Obvs. Um, it's not the, the pies. It's your frocks. So um, I'm very insulted by your dresses, by the way. So I've, uh, I have ripped them up a little bit, but can I send them back? Oh, go on, seeing as it's you. I'm going to be honest. Sacked! I'm going to be honest, Roger. That was not... That was not great. You do one. Uh, uh, well, oh, that was cruel. That was... I hate you both. No, this, this, mate, how can you hate us? This is when we're, we're helping you. Look, look, luckily, I'm doing. Luckily, I'm doing an interview skills course tomorrow morning. So, well, you, you're gonna, you're gonna need it. You're gonna, you're actually gonna need it. Okay, well, I don't... Well, luckily for you, you have a delightful laugh, Roger. It might, <laughs> Thank you, it might get you places. That might, that might get you through, but... Um, I yeah, I was, I was surprised. Oh, Roger! You better pick that up. Phone's going. It's better not be Rainbow George. Hello? Yeah, uh, it's for you, Roger. It's a gentleman. <laughs> Putting you through a caller. One, two... Hello? One, two, testing. <laughs> Is that nice? One, two. Hello. Hello, Ian. Hello, Nigel. Hello, who's that? It's Roger. Hello, Roger. I'll just turn right? my echo off. Hang on. Is that better? Oh, that's my... Oh, that was your echo. Uh, yeah, it's me other end, yeah. Um... I'm not, sure, right? I don't need to, I'm not sure whether I need to know about your other, your other end, Nigel. You listen to me often, Roger. I've heard you on the radio for probably 20-odd years. You must be tired. Have you really? Like yeah. on the Mike Graham show? 
Yeah, I can re- I can remember when you used to you know bring the old talk radio. Oh Second, Nigel, just wait there because we're, we're trying to help Roger with with his his, his job. Roger, I, yeah. I I think you're being too chatty with with the callers. I think you need to really um, just be you need to be harder. Can you get hard for me, Roger? No, I can't be hard on Nigel. Roger, can you Roger try and get hard for Nigel? <laughs> you need to get hard for Nigel. He's making him soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get, get hard with Nigel. Get hard. Right. So Nigel's there. Get hard, Roger, and then just get stuck into Nigel. All right. I'm not sure of Nigel's type, to be honest. If, 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 and if you don't like what he's saying, then you just bring him off. <laughs> what I didn't what are you call. saying, Ian? What so, are you so saying? I'm saying bring, bring you, I'm going to bring you off in a minute. <laughs> I I, I'll serenade him a song. OK. <laughs> Yes, carry on. No, when, when someone says, I'm going to serenade him a song, and the other person says, OK, that's then their cue for the first person... To do the serenading. Are you there, Roger? Yes, I'm still here, Nigel. Yes, do you like that song "I Miss You" by Miley Cyrus? That, that I want. I sang for my mum. That's a nice number. Yeah, I do. Would you like me to do a bit, do a bit for you? Sure. Just a little bit. A little bit for you. A little bit of song. Yeah, just do yeah. it. We've been saying for the last <laughs> yeah. thirty seconds. Just do it. What do you want? Begging. You. Oh, here we go. I miss your smile that I may shed a tear every once in a while. And we will know it's different now. You're still here somehow. Now I won't let you go. I need you to know. I miss you. <clears throat> Sha-la-la. I miss you, Roger. <laughs> they used to call me your angel. Call me your dreams, and now I'm living out my dreams. How I wish I could be everything that's happening for me. Yeah. You should have brought him off ages ago. Yeah, Roger, exactly. Nigel, thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. On DAB, digital radio, online and on mobile. We are Talk Radio. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. What's happening? And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. 
And well, here's the thing as well. Here's the thing that people need to accept, and they need to accept this. This is this is the the, the theory I have about Shakespeare. Okay, it's slightly controversial. He's rubbish. No, he's boring. No, he's not. He, oh, you doth protesteth, mine lady. It's boring. Oh, what is this? A comedy or a tragedy? It's a tragedy. All right, I'll be, wake me up when it's done. What, what is this? A comedy? Oh, this one's a comedy. All right, where are the laughs? Oh, you've, you've had 20 in the first the first five minutes. Well, they weren't very funny. I didn't get them. Have you ever seen one? Have you ever yes, seen I have. Yes, I have. What do, you think I'm a, what do you think I'm a philistine? Do you think I'm an American? Which one did you see? I saw Much Ado About Nothing. Oh, did you? Yeah, I've been That's in Much Ado. That's a good one. I've been in Much Ado About did Nothing. Did you watch it, though, though? Did, what? did you watch it, though? Or were you just in it? Are you ecked up? You got, did you watch it? Get yeah, watching. Ad hominem it. attack. Did you I watch not, it? Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't you dare call me uh, an ad hominem. I respect whatever anybody's sexuality is, their gender. That that is out of order. That is libel. Distraction. Did you watch it, or did you just learn the sounds that you were supposed to make? No, I watched it. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've been and seen it. Mm-hmm. I've been and seen it. Mm-hmm. I've seen um, um. Like another one, and it had. Oh, I saw um, Uranus. What? I saw Uranus. No. With Charles Dance in it. What? Charles Dance was in Uranus. No. Yeah, he was. I saw Charles. Oh, I went on a school trip to see Charles Dance in Uranus. A school trip? Yes. Charles Dance in Uranus. That's the play. It's a famous play. It's a famous play. Coriolanus. I'm so sorry. I saw Charles dance in Coriolanus. I do apologise. That sounded vulgar and that was unnecessary and I apologise. It sounded like there was an actor in my bottom and I didn't know about I didn't, it. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. That would be embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but you got, what have you got to do to make it in showbiz, you know? I, don't know. Uh, I saw Charles dance in Coriolanus. Boring. I saw like an all-black production of another Shakespeare play. It had a guy from EastEnders in it and Derek Griffiths. Boring. Boring. I had all the components of being a winner, that one. It I'm was, surprised. It was boring. Here's the problem. Here's, hang on, I'm going to take that. Here's the problem. Uh, Shakespeare is dull. And oh. this guy's going to agree with me. Good evening, Steve. You're live on the air. Um, I'm live on the air, am I? Yes, you are, Steve. You're live on the radio right now. Right. Could you tell me why a working man would ever think of voting Conservative, and especially for that man, Boris Johnson. Uh, we're talking about um, Shakespeare not being very good. Yes. He's overrated, well, isn't he? Shakespeare? Shakespeare, overrated. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's good, but overrated, No, yeah. I, I don't think he's even good. I think he's boring. I can't understand it. The jokes are awful. They're not, he's yeah. not as good. I tell you what's better than Shakespeare. I tell you what's better than Shakespeare. Mrs. Brown's boys. Now, that is funny. That is funny, yeah. Steve, isn't it? Yes, it is. Because here's yeah. a bit of trivia about Mrs. Brown's boys. I only learned this the other day. You know Mrs. Brown? Yes. It's a fella. Yes. It's a fella. Really? And that is genius. I did not know that. And I love no, I it. But you didn't know it. Yep. Mrs. Brown is played by a bloke. Well... That is brilliant. It's funny you should mention that, because in Shakespearean plays, in those times, a lot of the men would be playing women. Yeah, because they stole it from Mrs. Brown's boys, obviously. So what I think we've established here, Steve, and I'm glad you're backing me up on this, is that A, Mrs. Brown is is played by uh, a man, and B, Mrs. Brown's boys is infinitely better than Shakespeare. 
Do you agree yeah. with me, Steve? Yeah, I do. Thank you so much for Thanks, your call, Steve. Steve. I really appreciate it. This is Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Good evening, Alistair. Oh, evening, Ian. Evening, Kath. How are you both? Alistair, it's very nice to talk to you. Now, the last time it's we spoke nice to, to you, to you. was yeah. a few weeks ago when we were in Manchester and you phoned up. Yeah. And we hadn't spoken to you for a while because we had a little, you know, little, we had words yeah. on the radio. And you phoned us up during the rabbit hole in Manchester and it was nice to hear your voice. It was even nicer to hear the words that you were two weeks, I think it was, sober at that point. That's correct. How, how's it going now? Still sober. Yes. How long have we got under your belt? We got uh, six weeks. Yay! <laughs> hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let me. We need a spontaneous uh, <laughs> celebration. Here we go. There we go. Here we go. You get three feeling hearts. That's that. That's how excited we are. Well, one for every fortnight. Well done, man. Congratulations on on uh, six weeks. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I've been going to. Uh, Two AA meetings a week. Beautiful. Um, and you were absolutely right in when you said to me, get to a meeting, man. Um, and not only is it just the the love that you actually feel in those meetings, mm. but I've been reading the literature around it as well, yep. and the 12 steps and this, that and the other. And it's starting to make me a better person, yep. generally. It's absolutely superb stuff. I am, really uh, got a nice little warm... Kath's misting up. Not exaggerating, Kath's misting up there. See a little tear. Oh. I've got a warm little tingle in my stomach and I know that... I've got a big grin on my face as well, actually, and I know that there'll be a lot of uh, people listening, punching the air. It's not a done deal yet. It's not a done deal it's yet. Not, it's still very early days. Not, Here's the thing, I think... I, the, the 12 steps are great and I haven't done them for a while and I'm kind of... I'm, I'm just done step two. I've got to read step one and two to my new sponsor. Um, but I think everyone should do the 12 steps because it just it just helps yeah. you sort your life out. Here's the thing. Russell Brand has written yeah. um, his kind of version of it and it's applicable to everyone. Yeah. Everyone's got oh. a thing, you know, whether it's uh, you feel miserable so you eat or you drink too much wine or you lash out at people or you buy stuff you don't want. Everyone's got a thing, a kind of coping mechanism that actually could become a problem. And, yeah. um, you know, if you're honest with yourself everyone could be just a little bit better. And I think that the 12 steps, there's something magical about them, but they seem, it's actually really simple. But you just got to mm -hmm. do the work by the looks of it. And and, the, and doing the work is the hard bit. And I'm really impressed. I'm thrilled to bits. Oh, and thanks, Kath. I, I really cry. appreciate that. I could that. really cry because, you know, we, we knew that you had it in you, but um, it, it's bloody hard work and, and I'm really impressed. Dead thrilled, man. Dead thrilled. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. I've been chuckling away. Uh, by the way, to you talking about Shakespeare being boring because I think you're right. He's rubbish. <laughs> That's outrageous. Okay, I'll take everything back that I've he's, just said. He's rubbish. Dale doth, <laughs> mine lady doth licketh my loveth pump. What? <laughs> well, it's all it's all supposed to be filthy, but it's not there filthy. Are some filthy bits. No, there's not. Mm -hmm. There's not. Let me, show me your bottom. The, the, you, do you know Bottom from A Midsummer Night's Dream? Um, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's all it's just. We get it. It was a long time ago. It was the first, they were the first plays ever written, the first plays ever written and performed anywhere in the world. No. We get that. They're, yeah. histo they're historical. But do you know what? 
Um, I would say the, the first Police Academy movie is not the best. I would actually say the best is Police Academy 6, controversial. They got better as they went on and then they went down again. So the first plays aren't going to be good. They're not going to be good. The first plays ever performed anywhere in the world, written by um, John Sh uh, Win William Shakespeare. They're not going to be good plays and they're not good plays. They're lousy plays and that is fine to admit, oh, something's old, so it's good. Well, do you know what? I didn't like Bruce Forsyth. Oh. And he was old. Didn't think I, I was going to argue with you, but I didn't. I always found them a bit dense, really, and I couldn't really understand. Don't, uh, please don't call Bruce Forsyth dense, uh, yeah, Alistair. Shakespeare. Oh, Shakespeare. I'm so, I'm so sorry, because I was going to say it's a bit too soon for, to be slagging off Forsyth in that. Such yeah. crude terms. I mean, we understand that maybe it's not your style of uh, in entertainment, no. but, you know, there's no need to no. get personal about um, it. Can I mention someone else in quick gear change? Yeah, uh, of course Have you heard of, I've read this in a Guardian article today. Okay. About a Steven Spielberg series that's coming out. I think in 2020, and apparently it's, it's a horror thing. Oh, uh, an anthology series, yeah. And it's called After Dark. Ooh. And apparently it's going to be only on a platform that you can watch it after dark. Ooh, that's so nice. it's more is it, scary. Oh, is it a blue? Is it a blue one? Uh, uh, horror. Horror, oh, right, horror, okay. horror, horror bluey. Horror, horror. I'd watch a horror bluey. But it was really funny the way the Guardian writer oh. written it because it was sort of taking the mickey a bit, saying, well, Maybe they'll get a, a programme which is, like, good for first thing in the morning. Oh. Or, you know, on a Thursday afternoon. So it's really taken the Well, they've got the, the, the um, thing for a Thursday afternoon is Doctors. That's a great, the best thing to watch <laughs> in the afternoon. But how will they know it's dark? You could just close the curtains. Well, apparently you put the... This app goes on your phone. Obviously your phone's got a clock on it, and it will only work after dark. Spielberg's one of the worst human yeah. beings this this planet has ever created. Name one <laughs> name one good film Steven Spielberg has done. One. Can't I do it. I can't think do it. The, well, I can't remember the name of it. It's just terrible. That's what, how boring it was. The, the one about the Jews. The one about the Jews. You mean Schindler's <laughs> List? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to put that to one side, right? Even though it was All black right. and white and we've got colour now. So, but uh, uh, th th he's not done one... Good film. Um, Spielberg is the modern-day Shakespeare in that he's dense. He's <laughs> dense and he's boring and he's overrated. Overblown, agreed. Thank you very much. Alistair, it's great to hear from you. Looking forward to more calls. Let's go to Ray. Good evening, Ray. Good evening. Good evening, Ray. What can we do for you tonight? Well, I was going to talk about something else, but um, you, you brought it up, so I'm now going to discuss it. Uh, Shakespeare, Shakespeare is boring. Oh. As, as is Mrs. Brown's Boys. Well, no, Mrs. Brown's Boys, no, it's not a load of rubbish. You can't just come on. Here's the thing I hate, is I hate this is these sweeping statements. Mrs. Brown's Boys is rubbish. Yeah, Shakespeare is terrible. Well, Shakespeare is rubbish, no. right? Yeah, well, he's terrible. <laughs> no. But Mrs. Brown, the thing about Mrs. Brown's Boys is you can't just do a sweeping statement about Mrs. Brown's Boys because there's so many different series of it. There's Christmas mm. specials. There's live shows. It's more than just one one thing. So I'm not going to allow you, Ray, to do a sweeping statement about something as all-encompassing. It, it encompasses comedy, that is funny, tragedy, that is funny, bloke playing a woman, which is always funny, and there's some great actors in it. And then talk Shakespeare about... hasn't got that. I was going to say that sounds exactly like Shakespeare. No. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. No, Shakespeare hasn't got yeah. any of that in. Uh, yeah. Well, it still no, has. Well, no, right. Hang on, Ray, you were saying that Shakespeare was rubbish. 
I, exactly, yeah. Right, but, we'll get but, to stop there. Right, so you're judging something that was just popular, Hume. You're being a, you're being a snob, actually, because Shakespeare was writing that for the masses. He wasn't writing it for you to sit there well, hang on, on your high horse hang on a minute. and say it was boring. Hang on a minute, don't quote Shakespeare at me. I'm not on my high horse. You were supposed to go there and get and get trolleyed and do a wee right. in the pit while you were watching it. Here's the thing, mm? right? Shakespeare wrote for the masses, did yeah. he? What channel was it on? What channel was it on? Oh, oh, sorry, it was it was in the, the Globe... The Globe Theatre. Oh, right, so what, 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 what audience does that hold? Oh, sorry, it holds about 150. The masses, you say. You haven't got a clue, mate. That's can, can Bring me your huddled masses. Shut up. Bring me your huddled <laughs> masses, but only if they be 150. No, I want it on BBC One. Bring me your huddled masses is, the, is Lady Liberty. What are you on about? Uh, well, it's one of his plays, exactly. I'm what? quoting one of his plays. Huh? I'm cleverer than you think. What? Yes, Ray, thank you for backing me up there. Catherine? Sorry, I can't hear you. You're so muffled. <laughs> you are. If, I'll, I'll let you choose mm. any Shakespeare play. I'm and, getting every third word. Life of Brian. Life of Brian. Uh, which is funny. Uh... Have you finished talking? I'm just hearing... <laughs> right, now you're, right, thank you, Ray. I apologise for that. That was out of order. You have just sunk to a very low level. Thank you. You've just literally put your fingers on your lips and gone... <laughs> that is the level we've, we've sunk to now. It's, it's entertainment for the masses. The bard would be proud. Who's bard? Oh, God. Who have you barred now without telling me? No, 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 no. You're not barred Ray. I've not barred Ray. Ray's welcome to call in any time he wants. He's not barred. Well, you say welcome. Well, not welcome. It's Philip, but he's not barred. I, I barred people. Oh, yeah? I barred you in a minute. What? Yeah. That sounds like a threat. I feel threatened. Charles dancing Uranus. Let's go to... Ooh, slightly anonymous secret drug addict. Yes, mate. Yes, mate. How's it going? You good? Yeah, very, very now, good. there is a voice I didn't expect. You thought it was going to be Butch? Yeah. Cockney, <laughs> gang, gangland, yeah. cocaine de- ex-cocaine dealer. Yeah, I did, but um, it's very nice to hear it. Thanks for giving us yeah. a ring. You're welcome. Yeah, sadly, it's not that, uh, not that exciting, do you know what I mean? It is um, exciting. And you've got, uh, you're marking a big birthday. I am. I'm, I mean, I feel a bit bad because I was literally about to call in when the fellow before me called in yeah. and announced he was like a couple of weeks sober. Yeah, six weeks, and man, six feel, weeks. Now I feel, yeah, now I feel like a dick sort of story topping him, but I'm, I'm 14 years today. Yes! Round of applause! Give him the celebration. Uh, what's, oh, hang on a minute. We've got, we've got to celebrate. This is, this is not actually, this is not, um, this does not follow the NA literature, but, oh, hang on, <laughs> hang on a minute. There we go. Well done. You get you get a feeling hot, man. Hey, congratulations! And I'm a first-time caller, so do I get the bell? Oh, flipping. get the bell out quick! Hang on, hang on a minute. Hang on we weren't expecting any first-timers tonight. Here we go. There you go. Um, <laughs> hey, that's brilliant news, man. Congratulations. Now here's the thing. Thank can, you. can I now? Can I be honest? Right? Yeah. I feel, I feel jealous when I hear that. I feel jealous because I should be 14. And, and like, this isn't in any way belittling your achievement at all. Yeah, yeah, This no, is my knee-jerk knee thing. We're talking a lot recently about knee-jerks and first thoughts and how they, as long as you get to the second thought, the first one doesn't really count. But there's a bit of me, even though I'm 15 months now, that thinks... Fantastic. I should, yeah, it is, which is fantastic, which is fantastic. But because I had a little three-month, you know, um, the, 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 I just went and did some more um, studying... Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm a bit. bit of me going. Oh man, fourteen. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter though. Just. Um, I'm just sharing that because I know you'll get it. SDA. Yeah. Yeah. No. Of course. I mean, I think though, is you know, it's better to have fifteen months of yeah good recovery than 
you know, years of sort of sitting in the pain. And the, oh, yeah, the, the last couple of years. Do you know what I mean? The last couple of years were, were it was, uh, it, 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 I, could, I, sh- I should have known where it was going. I should have picked up signals. 14 years, uh, you, uh, do, do you want to share with people how you do it? Because we get a lot of people listening who are struggling. Alistair, who you just heard, has been struggling for a long, long time. I think pretty much since day one of us doing this show three years ago. And he's he's finally... Uh, well, no, not finally. He's always been making progress, and, and that progress has led him to six weeks sober now. Six weeks, you, yeah. you do it through meetings? Yeah, I mean, I mean I've, I mean, I've done lots of stuff over the years, from sort of, you know, cognitive therapy to, you know, uh, local drug services and all that kind of stuff, you know, uh, auricular therapy, um, uh, acupuncture, all the kind of stuff they throw at you. Yeah. But 12, I mean, 12-step recovery, Narcotics Anonymous was the, the one thing for me, I suppose, that... Um, that kind of it all fell into place and I understood what, uh, you know, what being an addict meant and, you know, how to sort of navigate my way out of that. And, and also as well, I think, you know, it was, the, um, it was the social side of it as well as the sort of all the step work and the meetings. And I think, you know, when you end up in, in you know, deep in addiction, yeah. you're, you're, all you're doing is hanging out with people like yourself. Yeah. So, you know, I go to meetings and suddenly I'm making friends with people that don't use drugs. And then I'm doing stuff with them, and we're going out having sober fun. <laughs> See, <laughs> you know you're right. I mean? Being surrounded by, by by people who are clean is great. Because I mean, when I, at the end of my using it was it was uh, we wait for the dealers come round, and then he'd come in and want to talk for a bit. And I'm just thinking, just go, man, just go. Because I'm wolfing this got, down. Left the drugs. Yeah, leave, just please? go. I don't want to talk to you, and I don't want to share it with you. I'm, I'm wanna, I want to I want to wolf this. <laughs> but I can't. I struggle with the social stuff in the meetings, and I always have. I always have. I, I as soon as it's done. I made a few sure. friends in recovery, and but they've kind of moved away, you know, from the area, and yeah. also some of them have moved away from recovery. And as soon as it's done, and we've, you know, you've done the serenity prayer, and we've had the hugs, I'm out, and I, I've never been able to do that. Saying that, I did it at a meeting the other day actually, but I struggle with that. I, I never go for coffee afterwards. I haven't for about eight years because I just I struggle with that, man. And a lot of addicts do. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I think, you know, it's that, I mean, people that are friends of mine are people I sponsor, you know, that kind of stuff. I, I, I try and encourage it. I think that it's, I think it's invaluable because when it gets to this time of night yeah. and you're sort of sitting in it, yeah. you, you know, you need someone to call. Yeah, yeah, You're not yeah, going to call someone you're not friends with. You're not going to call someone you're not comfortable with. Yeah. So if you've got that sort of support network, even if it's like during the day on a Sunday, you're a bit lost and you're yeah. going to go, do you know what, do you fancy like going and doing something? Do you fancy meeting up for coffee? If you're not, if you haven't got that kind of stuff in the bank, yeah. you're not going to ask them. Do, do you know what I mean? It's, and it's difficult, I think, to you know be honest or get vulnerable with people that you don't know or trust. This is this is better, isn't it, than than what it was? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, percent. I mean, I, I, you know, my background was the the music industry, and yeah. it started off all very glamorous. You know, I'm sure yours was, just, you know, came from a, a media background as well. There's you know, a bit of that. The Groucho and the Met Bar and Browns and all those well, wine well, bar I, I went to the Groucho <laughs> twice and it was horrendous. <laughs> so it was just the worst, yeah. isn't it? It just really is. But um, And then, yeah, it kind of it ends up with me, you know, in a house, you know, with people sort of overdosing and wow. it just, just crapped, you know what I mean? And now it's like, it's, yeah, so I, mean, it's people, I tell people now that, you know, I'm a drug addict or, you know, cause I'm really transparent about it in... On Twitter, I'm, you know, the secret drug addict, but that's only because I want to keep a little bit of myself sort of for myself. In, my, in, the, my, in the real world, I'm very transparent about my, yeah. my issues, do you know what I mean? And people, they, they don't believe me. 
you sort of go, oh, this happened, or that happened, or, you know, I used to have a problem with this drug, and da da da. And I think I'm so far, you know, they, what they see now is so far removed from that. Do mm. you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, I mean I'll, put, I'll put weight on as you do. One of the things I don't tell you about in recovery is you're going to get fat. <laughs> Yeah, you know that's I mean? the thing. It turns out, how you know, the cocaine diet is great, man. You lose a lot of weight. Um, <laughs> it keeps you looking young. <laughs> it keeps you looking like a skeleton when uh, by the end for me. But, but yeah, you do. You put on weight because you get an appetite and you 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 start eating stuff. Could, did you ever do that thing? I knew loads of people in recovery who shifted their focus from drugs to to going to the gym or running. And I could never do that. I could never. I would try the gym, and everyone else was like, "Yeah, go to the gym, man. It's great. I'm addicted. I'm addicted to the gym now, man." And I would go, and I hated it. I hated it. Yeah, it's, it was never really for me. Football was the one thing right. that I, um, I, even in in the in the worst of my addiction, I'd turn up at football. You know, I'd turn up for football on the Tuesday. I'd been up, you know, all night. I'd be still be drinking as I'm warming up. Wow, and I, mate. So that, was, you know, that was the yeah, that was the one thing that, that throughout my my addiction and into recovery, I kind of yeah. kept up. Do you know what I mean? But other than that, it was yeah, the gym and all that kind of stuff is not really. But you see it though. You see it in me. You see people they talking about how well they are now, and they're at the gym seven times a week, or they're. You know, they're shopping compulsively. And... Oh, it shifts. I mean, it's all healthy stuff, but there, there was a big fad, and I was part of it, people coming in with their, you know, super-sized lattes and stuff, you know, and just, yeah. there, was a lot, there was a lot of coffee going on. I remember when I started, you could smoke in meetings. I remember meeting in Finsbury <laughs> Park uh, above a... Is that a Thursday one? It was a Thursday, and I think it might have been yeah. a Saturday as well, and it was upstairs, and it was upstairs in a church, I think, and you could smoke in there. Oh, my God, man. Oh, my God, the stench of it was... Uh, but then I got free from cigarettes, like, five months later as well, which was incredible. It took me a couple of years to get off the cigarettes. Yeah, that's a but big then, one. I mean, that, that, yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was huge. I mean, again, it was that kind of social stuff, though. It was like everyone would be outside smoking. Yeah. And you kind of go, I want, you know, I, you know, what am I missing out on? I want to be, you know, I want to be friends with these people. So you kind of sidle over to them and go, oh, have, you got, have you got a spare cigarette? Yeah. And so you end up sort of smoking more. It's like, if, you ever, if I ever go to a... I, I don't really do it that much. So I go to conventions or whatever, and you kind of go, well, I'm not sure where we're going. Can you? Is that is that the place over there? And if there's, like, 50 people outside smoking with, you know, generally with <laughs> tattoos or Stone Island jackets, you know that you're in the right... You're, you're actually definitely, uh, definitely over there. You can... Uh, I, I went to a meeting this week I hadn't been to before, and I was kind of... I couldn't find it. And then I just saw two people who looked like perfectly, you know, decent people, and they had a bit clean something, but you can just tell that they're one of us, and so I just followed yeah. them, and what a surprise, they took me to the right place, you know. You can just <laughs> you can just tell, there's a vibe, there's a look, there's a smell, there's something um, that, that yeah. sets us apart, I think. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, so how are you finding recovery now, then? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's all right. I, I'm, I'm, you know, struggling with other stuff. I'm struggling around sex. I'm struggling around food. I'm struggling around buying crap online. But I've given Catherine my eBay login and she's changed the password so I can't get on eBay. It's nuts, isn't it? I'm the key master. I'm, oh, I'm the worst at eBay. It's like two in the morning. Yeah. I've like, got work the next day and I'm, I'm, on, I'm in a bidding war for yeah. like a, ta- a Taylor Swift T-shirt. Or <laughs> like, seriously, it was like I got outbid on one and got so angry I ended up bidding on two others and bidding like insane money. And I won, I got these two Taylor Swift T-shirts exactly the same. Yeah, that'll learn that first guy that beat you in the bidding yeah, war. That, that'll teach him, do you know what I mean? I've got more disposable cash than him. But it's, it's going all right. I've just started with a really good therapist who's an addiction specialist to work around the sex stuff. 
I got a, a, a new sponsor who's just got back from holiday, and I'm gonna. I, I did steps one and two with another sponsor, but I'm gonna go through them with him, read them to him, yeah. and then crack on with step three. It's all. Um, I gave a chair this week for the first time in age. I haven't done that for oh, a year. Sure. Yeah. What it was. Uh, I don't know what what day was it. Was it Monday or Tuesday? I don't know where was we it are. Yesterday. It was yes. It was yesterday, Westminster. I don't know that one. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't know before. It was nice meditation. Nice meditation. That's all we needed. I don't like the meetings. Oh, do you not? Uncomfortable quietness. I love it. Uh, oh, I love it. I love the silence. I love the silence, and I love it when someone goes, "Yeah, right." I'm going to speak up because I hate the silence. I'm going, "Yes, man, <laughs> you've been bullied into it." Yes, it, generally it's a mental. It's like they're the best ones. I mean, there used to be a, an AA meeting, a Saturday night AA meeting at the Angel late night. Yeah. And it was you just get some like just some great characters in there. There was one guy who. When he when he when he, when he talked, he was he would share analogies from films, like but only from films. They would talk about how he was a bit like taxi driver, Uh-oh. and then this happened, Uh-oh. and it was just you'd just be waiting for him to so go. No, if he, he turn up, he go, he's not here. I'm going home. You know what I mean? It was just <laughs> he, he was brilliant. I lo- I love it. I love the madness of uh, and the anarchy of it. What is that podcast I saw you did recently? Because I think I'm doing that soon. Oh, uh, Leap UK. I think that's what I'm doing with. Ja- is it Jason? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. did it today. I did it today, uh, so I knew uh, with him. How did that go? Is he good? Is it yeah, all right? No, he's lovely. Yeah, no, he's, he's back. He was much more professional than, than I was. Good. I, um, yeah, I'm not really into sort of, you know, the, one of the, again, one of the things keeping my sort of Twitter thing anonymous is I, I'm not really sort of after Twitter fame or... Yeah. So I, I don't really seek these kind of opportunities out. So I'm not very... I don't do them very often, so I'm not very good at them. Yeah. And, um, but he was, he was happy. I was like, look, we, if you need me to re-record it, I can come back. You know, you know, you know what it's like. That kind of, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an imperfect perfectionist. As soon as I, I mean, going to start speaking at meetings, as soon as you finish, you walk out going, ah, oh, there was so much more I could have said. Or oh, every I, time, every, after this chair, I was thinking, why did I say that? And why didn't I say? But I, 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 this learning it is what whatever comes out is what's meant to come out. Yeah, and you just kind of got to leave it, leave it there, and you know. But I haven't done. I spent the whole evening kind of going, oh, it was rubbish. Oh, you're going to sound like a dick. Hey man, just uh, just just hand it over to your higher power, man. <laughs> Do that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I've got to go because I'm, I'm late for the ads. It's so nice to talk to you. It was lovely to talk to you, and I can't believe you peer pressured that guy into saying that Mrs. Brown's voice was better than Shakespeare. <laughs> right. That well, is just... Um, cool. But I cannot believe you did that. Well, I, I knew I liked you. Here's, no, no, no. Here's the thing you've got to learn. and you've just, you've just got to, You're just learning a big secret. You just said the sentence... I can't believe you peer pressured that guy into saying Mrs. Brown's boys is better than Shakespeare. Amy, could you send me that, please, and cut off the bit before Mrs. Brown's boys is better than Shakespeare? <laughs> and then we've, then we've got you saying it. Fake, it's fake news. I'm manipulating everybody. It's nice to talk to you. It's, it's at Secret Drug Addict, isn't it, on Twitter? There we go. Beautiful. Everyone go and have a look. He, he tweets some good stuff. And happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. Mrs. Brown's voice was better than Shakespeare. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.